Welcome to Life Point with your host, Pastor Tom Doherty. Lord bless you. May the God of our world keep you. May our Heavenly Father watch over you. May you serve Jesus with every ounce of your being. God has a plan for you. Let's be a part of that plan. I'm so glad you're listening today. As you well know, last week in our nation was a very somber time. Another mass shooting, this time in Texas. All the little second, third, and fourth graders and the teachers, sad, terribly sad. We continue to see Satan show his hand in this world. We continue to see things unfold like we've really never seen them unfold before. We start seeing horrendous things, horrendous acts of violence. We start seeing looting like we have never seen before and and, and thievery with no consequences, murder at at a horrible rate. What is going on? Is it the end? Is it the end? Is God saying, I am coming soon? I'm sending Jesus soon? Well, we know that he is coming. And I'm telling you, the way things look, it wouldn't surprise me one bit. And I'm not one of those guys that you know, if you listen to, that are proclaiming this is the end. But I am proclaiming this. We need Jesus in a powerful way. Folks, we should be flocking to our churches, not flocking away from them. We should be filling the houses of God. We should be praying together and worshiping the King of Kings. This tragedy was so gripping, and I'll talk about it for a little bit this morning, and I just, it's so heavy on all our hearts, and I had to wait till this week to share. I couldn't uh, last week because I was uh, had a full docket, but I wanted to share a little bit about it because I want you to know that I care, and it hurts, and I think it brings us all to tears. We can't even imagine the horrificness, I just made that word up, I think, <laughs> of of this tragedy because it's it's just terrible and so let me pray and i'm going to pray for this uh situation and then then we're going to talk and then i'm going to read a scripture out of second timothy and i'm going to talk for today and tomorrow kind of about this kind of thing kind of about in times a little bit kind of about uh where we need to be i just i just think it's a nece- necessary for me to share these next couple days uh, about this so pray with me our heavenly father In the name of Jesus Christ, the Son of the living God, I come to you, thanking you for being my God, thanking you for watching over your people. And yes, Lord, we do not understand these terrible situations, but we understand that the Bible says in last days there's going to be horrible things that happen. And Lord, when we think horrible, I guess our minds don't really drift to little children being shot in cold blood and can't even imagine the scene of this incident. God, we just ask and pray in the name of Jesus for all these families, all these grandparents, all these little kids and the school that witness these things. Jesus, get a hold of their hearts and minds. Bring comfort and peace to them so they can move on. Lord, so they won't be afraid to go to school. Lord, and the world wouldn't become afraid that the enemy would be, that the enemy would be stopped in his tracks. In the name of Jesus, I pray a a shield around us, 
protect us, protect our churches, protect our schools. Lord, be with our law enforcement officers. God, thank you for them. Thank you for their courage. And God, bless them and lead them and their families. But Lord, certainly be with this city of Texas. Certainly have your hand upon them. And Lord, I pray revival would break out and people would seek you. And I pray people would flock to the house of God. Lord, we need to be people praying, coming together, worshiping and serving you. God, we are so caught up in the world. We're so caught up in all those things, all the fun activities that we put everything before you. And God, no wonder we're a nation that is struggling. Lord, help us to be one nation under God. I pray these things in the name of Jesus Christ, the Son of God. Amen. Well, folks, I believe that. The prayer I pray to my Heavenly Father, I agree. This is a time that we need to stand more than any other time. I would tell you to get out of your house, get out of your seat, get out of what you're doing and start serving God uh, with fervor with all you have, honoring him first, showing your family that you put him first. Because I'm telling you something, it we don't know what tomorrow holds. And the way things are going, it's going to be interesting to see. But all I know is I want to be ready. I want to be ready to see Jesus when he appears. I want to be the one that goes with him. I want you to be. I don't want you to play with your salvation. I want you to be serious about the things of God. This tragedy just hit me. It hit me hard, maybe harder than some, because I lost a little boy in a, at five years old in a, in a tragic one uh, car accident. And I've told you many times about that. And it, it was the worst, the worst day of my life, literally the worst day of my life, is when my boy, when our car got in our car and knocked it out of gear and knocked it down the driveway and it ran over him. And, and I found him. 20 seconds later, and and uh, it was life-changing. It was life-changing. I, I, I didn't sleep for 42 hours in a row. I was crushed. He was my everything, and he was my wife's everything, and he was our only child. But you know what? God used it for his glory, believe it or not. Our church exploded in the next three years after that. People came to know Jesus. Many people were baptized, and the church continued to move forward. And my little boy is waiting for me in heaven. It's going to be a great day. Now, why wouldn't you want to live for Jesus and see those that went before you that love Jesus? You know, that very morning he died, he said to me. When I asked him what the most important thing it was in his life, he said, Daddy, I just want to live for Jesus, that's all. You know, and I, I thought, you know what? What a five-and-a-half-year-old saying, I just want to live for Jesus after all. I mean, folks, that's what it's about. And, of course, I see these little kids. And, yes, my son's accident was fast. I mean, it, it, it happened fast. And it certainly wasn't as horrific as being shot and terrified and this kind of thing. But I still, it, it hit home. And it brought back all those memories, you know. And, and my little boy, I shared with you before, he loved Jesus so incredibly. You know, 10 days before he died, he said to my brother and I, I'm going to go be with Jesus. And we were both befuddled. He said, what? He said, I'm going to be with Jesus. It's like he knew. It's like he knew. And he is now with the Lord. He is just waiting for his daddy and mommy. And I don't know if he'll be 34 now, like he's supposed to or 35. But I know one thing. I'm going to see him again. And I don't have any doubt about that because I know whom I believe. 
and I know that I'm going to be going to heaven. I know it's not going to be a choice. I know when I stand before God, I believe he's going to say, well done, my good and faithful servant. He's not going to say, well, hey, you've done a perfect job. You're a great guy. But he said, you believed in me. You trusted me. You did your best to put your best foot forward. I and and I'm you are part of the kingdom of God. And so, folks, I hope you are too. Hey, I better get to the scripture. I'm about out of time. I started telling stories here, and this is uh, I'm looking at Second uh, Timothy, um, chapter three, verses one through seven. Listen. But realize this, that in the last days, difficult times will come. Oh, really? Is that what it says? In the last days, difficult times will come. Is that the case? Certainly it's a case. For men will be lovers of self, lovers of money, boastful, arrogant, revilers, disobedient to parents, ungrateful, unholy, unloving, irreconcilable, you can't really say the word. Malicious gossips, without self-control, brutal, haters of good, treacherous, reckless, conceited, lovers of pleasure rather than lovers of God, holding to a form of godliness, although they have denied its power, and avoid such men as these. Listen to that. Avoid such men as these. From among them are those who enter the households and captivate weak women, weighed down with sins, led on by various impulses, always learning and never able to come to the knowledge of the truth. It's almost like the the he's saying, well, hey, you know, they kind of want want the good things, but they continue to live in these horrible, horrible choices. The men will chase down women and do horrendous things. They will, you know, immorality. It's immorality is so widespread. Even in the church, even in churches, people justify living in immorality. Well, we're going to get married. We got this. We got that. You know, folks, and if you've lived that way and you're living that way, turn around. That's what repenting is. Turn around. He will forgive you, and he will remember it no more. You know, we've all sinned, every one of us. We've come short of the glory of God. We know that. And I'm just, uh, and and we have a God that forgives us. Sometimes we beat ourselves over the head, you know, decisions we've made. I mean, I know in my life, when I was a kid, younger, I made some, you know, some, some poor choices, you know, not like some people, but just poor choices that, man, you know, I think about it. I kind of have scars from because sin causes those scars. It's God has forgiven them and God has forgot them, but yet we keep remembering them. We keep bringing them up because we want to be sure that he forgives us. We don't want that on our docket you know well rest assured he takes the eraser have you ever got a dry eraser and a whiteboard you know like we have at church you know you write something down you you know and you want to get rid of it so what do you do you take that dry eraser and you wipe it out you can't see it anymore it's gone that's what that's what god does for you he erases those paths so you don't have to worry about it today if you're holding on to something i pray in the name of jesus you give it up to him you give it up to him. In fact, I'm going to pray that way in closing today. I rattled on so much that I didn't even get uh, to where I wanted to go. So we're going to continue on chapter 3 tomorrow. I'm going to share uh, the same verse, but I want to go over some more things with you. But folks, let's pray. Our Heavenly Father, if anybody's listening today that is holding on to something, they're holding on to a sin that you have forgiven, but Lord, they can't get rid of it. In the name of Jesus, I pray they give it to you and, and let you take care of it. 
And God, again, be with all those people that were hit in tragedy. God, we just pray that you be with Texas. Pray you be with these families. Oh, God, bring peace to them. I love you, Lord. Thanks for sharing. Let me share today, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. LifePoint is a ministry of the Cloverdale Church of God. If you would like a copy of today's broadcast or would like more information about the church, please call us at 208-362-1700 or write to Cloverdale Church of God, 3755 South Cloverdale Road, Boise, Idaho, 83709. You may also visit us at our website, www.cloverdalechurch.org. Thank you for listening and have a blessed day.